every one of you would agree with me that right now in our nation, even in the history of the world, that we are living in really tough times. Many people are giving up hope, they're throwing their hands up and in despondency. But I want you to know that there is hope. I'd like you to know that the help of God is tremendously available, particularly if you'll turn your hearts towards the Lord. And that's the reason why each year during the Easter period, we take time off the hustle and bustle of seed life to host the All Believers Easter Camp meeting. People come from all walks of life and um, out of the, the, the hustle of their day, of their businesses and everything, and will spend five days in the presence of God. This year, the theme was relentless and it was just awesome. And today, on House of Grace Experience, I want to share with you one of the messages, an excerpt from one of the messages that was preached during the All Believers Easter Camp meeting. It is my prayer that God, with this little clip, will steer you and all within your sphere of influence into the right path for life. You know, the scarcest commodity in heaven and on earth and beneath the earth in hell, the only thing everybody is looking for is the move of the spirit. <laughs> the move of the spirit. That's what the world is looking for. It's so precious. His spirit is more volatile than perfume. You spray perfume now, you can smell it, and within a minute it's gone because the wind carries it. Now the move of the Spirit. What's the move of the Spirit? The experience of God's Word. Isaiah 64 says in verse 3, he says, when God was in our midst, he did mighty things that we didn't look for. <laughs> I love him. He surprised us. What we didn't ask for. What we didn't think about. Which man could have asked for the Holy Ghost, Pastor Pella? Which human being knew there was a Holy Ghost? He's a fire that can never be quenched. He's the one that came on the altar. No man kindled him. And Israel worshipped before him. He was just demonstrating relentlessness. His persistence. His implacability. You cannot dissuade him. He, does not, he doesn't try things. He does them. Do you get what I'm saying? Now, how many of you know we have not yet entered relentless? Are they still just they fix the ground they go? Because he asked, how can you walk when you don't know the way of the wind? And how can you run when you don't know the way of the spirit? Oh, how can you fly when you don't know the way of the wind? The power at work in you who's working everything in obedience. In obedience to Christ. Working everything. Working everything. In my life. In obedience to Christ. Hey, hear me now. Swallow your pride. Tonight, come to the school of the Spirit. Oh, don't you know? That in his hands is the keys to eternal life. Tell me how. It's a little here and a little there. 
Until the day is done He start working you Working everything in my life Working everything neither see him nor know him. Why? The world only receives things through their senses. Seeing, hearing, smell, taste, and touch. And anything that comes outside of that scope, they can't know it. So they can't receive it. <laughs> He's the one that makes God relentless. The Spirit of God was the same from Genesis chapter 1 till the end of Revelation. If they write a new book again for the next eternities and ages, the Spirit of God will still be implacable, persistent, hard, harsh and cruel to attain that which is set out to achieve. We have no right to go out here without thinking that this is our nature. Just the way you used to think that sin was natural to me and you. That's how we need to think that this new nature is natural, relentless. But not relentless in the pursuit of iniquity. Romans says concerning sin, we should be like little children, we should be babies. Touch your neighbor, say I'm a small boy. Touch your neighbor, say I'm a small girl. When it comes to sin, tell them I'm a small girl. I'm innocent. I don't know this kind of thing. 
then start running but when it comes to righteousness he says be bold like a lion tell them this is my nature that's the way I am if there is no strategy and no plan there is no need for sacrifice can you come pastor let's fight come come quickly sir <laughs> now listen come here sir we are boxing you be punching me you are punching the air just be punching punching what is he doing no keep punching he's fighting isn't it now if you don't have a plan you will not need to make any sacrifice if i have a strategy i want to hit him so that it's a knockout punch how many of you know i will give him a fake punch and what will he do block it now it's a block from this strong man is it going to be painful or sweet so it's a sacrifice but i'm working on a target I give him another blow, he blocks it. I'm training him to respond to my punches because there's something I want to achieve. When I go this and you block the hand with this hand and he pulls it this way, he has opened up himself for the killer punch. Do you understand what I'm saying? I am sacrificing and receiving pain, but I'm setting up my adversary to finish him. If you don't have a plan, there will be no need for sacrifice. The reason why you are celebrating your prayerlessness is because you don't have a plan. If you had a plan, prayer is not a program arranged by church. It is your life. Jesus said, be relentless when it comes to prayer. He said, men ought always to pray. Look at Peter. First time they met the master. The guy did a miracle. Peter was watching. Next time the man came again, they did a miracle. The third time Peter said, depart from me. I'm a sinner. You are a different class of man. I am inferior to you. But because of Jesus' relentless pursuit, Peter could not give up, even though he felt inferior to this man. He wanted to be this superman. And he relentlessly followed. When he was in the boat, Jesus was walking on the water. Peter was not tempting him so that he too can perform miracle. Why Peter said, let me come to you, is because Peter knew that since the day he met Jesus, Jesus had only one vision. Everything I have, the Father gave me. And all that I have, I came to give to you. So Peter said, if it is a ghost, he cannot make me do the miracle. But if it is Jesus, he will make me do the same thing. Because I've watched him giving himself away. If it is you, bid me come to you. And Jesus said, came. Here, come. He put his leg on the water. It held. He put his other leg. He told him, his master. Un undeniably, only master can afford you the opportunity to do the supernatural as he does it. As the father sent me. That means all the equipment the father gave me that made me successful, I give to you. What else? You want me to sit down and fold my hands and sit on my butt and be telling them Boko Haram is too, too much. I'm moving my family to Singapore. I'm tired of this useless country. PDP is the problem. APC is not the problem. Did you hear any of those men crying with the parents of the girls? Did you hear that they flew to Borno State to go and be with the families? What's the value of life? How do you want to rule a nation when you don't know the value of life? No death inflicted upon a life. Whether it's a Christian or a Muslim life is acceptable to God. You'll account for it. 
We need some of you politicians to make a new law. To make a new provision in our constitution. That this is the value of a Nigerian life. We will not take it if a life is wasted. Not anymore. The ones that have passed have passed. But we the people of Nigeria hereby agree. Our soldiers fall. You don't even care. Have you ever gone to Ojo cantonment to ask the commandants there? How many soldiers died in Maiduguri last week? Can we reach out to the widows? You don't know that why you enjoy safety is because they are armed and they are on the streets. They hazard their lives for you and me. Go to the nations of the world. See how they, they honor their dead. What kind of nation are we? We are an incredibly perverse and profane nation where children abuse their fathers in public. They are teaching the generation behind not to honor fathers. That's why any small boy can just get up, abuse his pastor and go. Because it has been released in the air. It's rebellion. It's an abomination. And God has spat them out. They have no stake in the new day in Nigeria. Mark my words. They are blood suckers. Their silence is their condemnation. God is not an idiot. He can't be mocked. Do you understand me? And some of you foolish Galatians, you're on Facebook claiming that people are doing anti-corruption. Do you know how much people are selling their churches in my degree? There's even nobody to pay 50,000 for a whole big plot with building on it. 50,000 naira. They are possessing it. You think it's religious war? It's religious war only because you have the target. But the real target is for man to increase. It's booty they are gathering. And God is not mocked. God is judged because of her silence. It's evil. Her malams will look and they will not see. Her seers will search but they will find no direction. They've been struck with blindness. Their tower and formidable fortress has been violated. You, you can go to your seats. Relentless God. Be relentless in prayer. Tonight we want to light candles. We want to remember these girls in the bush. We want to say tonight that the girls will be returned. That they will return intact. That there will be no long-term or short-term effects on their capture. That their abductors are judged. That it is right that their sponsors be exposed. That this kind of abomination be no longer heard. That we cut off the head of that serpent. We decree God's judgment upon that act. We declare we are a people of peace. And peace is the triumph of God. And his word over the plans and desires of evil men. We are the answer. Because Jesus is the answer. Can you give me a candle and hand out the candle? I like you to hold a candle. If you get a candle, hold it in memory of these girls. They are not dead. They will live. For our world today, above him there's no other. 
Lift up your candle if you have one. We remember these girls and their parents. Every one of them will be found. We come against the spirit of violence. We bind offense. We are praying for every father and every mother. As they struggle and pass through these difficult times. We are saying as a people they are not alone. We are a nation that remembers. We God's people remember. We remember the bomb blast victims in Abuja. We remember those who are dead. We remember those who are alive but wounded. We remember the police officers. We remember the doctors. We remember them as they work. We bind the spirit that brings bomb blast. We refuse this level of thuggery. We the people of Nigeria with one accord. We speak out against kidnapping. We order every kidnapper stop in your tracks. We come against against blame the blame game. We bind every politician that wants to blame the other. We command that all our leaders cooperate. That they cooperate to bring peace to our nation. That the military cooperates with the police. And that the police cooperates with the SSS. And that they cooperate with the EFCC, NDLA, Custom, Immigration. That every politician of every political party must realize they are here to build this nation. We command them to cooperate. The spirit of agreement we invoke in our Senate, in our House, in our states, amongst the governors. We command that Christian leaders, they stop eating themselves in public. We command agreement. We ask that they come together. We pray this hour that the spirit of Jesus, the spirit of peace, will be richly abundant in this land. Don't be silent. I'm giving you direction as to how to pray. That Nigeria has a right to take the lead amongst the committee of nations. We are large enough in number. We are large enough in resources. We are large enough in intellectual resource. We are large enough in spiritual capacity. We have the ability. We are audacious enough. We belong in the first world. We belong below, beyond the first world. We call for economic recovery. We agree there is corruption. But we bind it in the name of Jesus. We don't blame anybody. It has been endemic. It has been in every political party. It's endemic in the nature of our politicians. They are selfish and greedy. But tonight we light a candle. Because there is light at the end of the tunnel. Lord give us a new Nigeria. Lord give us new leaders. People who fear God who hate greed and covetousness, who do not compare themselves with one another, 
people who have no pride or ego in them give us servants men whose hearts are bent on service we ourselves commit that wherever you have planted us we will serve only we will not enrich ourselves we refuse to take more than a fair share of what belongs to us give us women and wives who are who are who are com comfortable satisfied who are contented so that they don't give us fake dreams to pursue in the name of jesus give us an appetite that can be satisfied we refuse to be insatiable we are not animals we are men created in the image of god in his very likeness under god tonight we declare a new nigeria a new africa a new world because of what god will do here we call for a revival a refreshing a refining in the name of jesus we banish every assassin every gun tra trafficker every arms dealer we expose them by the finished work of jesus we block every channel by which arms are being trafficked. We ask for the spirit of comfort to comfort every wounded family, to comfort the families that have suffered loss, dead pastors and dead pastors' wives. We also pray for the Muslims. They have also been made victims. Whole villages are wiped out. We bind the devil. He has no right to take a Nigerian life. We restore dignity to a Nigerian life. We will not be ashamed in the nations of the world. We will be treated with honor. Men will remember Nigeria for good. Our resources will be sufficient for us. We will be able to give out. We call out industries. All the dead ones come alive. Railway come alive. MPA come alive. Nigerian Television Authority come alive. Radio Corporation come alive. We call Ministry of Works come alive. We call Ministry of Finance come alive. Every state government come alive. Every local government come alive. Sugar factories, textiles, breweries, food and beverages, whatever you do, come back to life. Sweet factories come back to life. Garment factories come back to life. Shoe factories come back to life. Shipping companies come back to life. Nigeria Airways come back to life. We speak life in the army, life in the police, life in immigration, life in customs, life in prison services, life in the Navy, life in the Air Force, life in the judge, judge, judiciary, life in the legislature, life in the executive relentlessly we pursue this prayer to its conclusion the harvest is come i said the harvest is come education come back to life our children will get the best education at home our medical systems come back to life nigerians will only travel abroad by choice but we will lack no good thing because no good thing has the Lord withheld from us. Can we just maintain a minute's silence? Too many people have died. Too many people.
this candle you lit may finish burning, but we have lit it in the spirit. This candle will never die. There are politicians who have sworn to poison the air so that Nigerians will be embittered against each other. That's why there's so much hatred. Be careful which discussions you join on Facebook. Be careful which discussions you join in public. Be careful what your opinion is. Seek to find out God's mind. If he tells you his mind, then you bring constructive criticism. You yourself cannot give up on the nation. I expect there to be hope. We're a hopeful generation. Let us maintain one minute silence. People are dead in Abuja everywhere. Let's take on the sin of our nation. As you are silent, tell God, I am responsible. Daniel said it in Daniel 9. I have sinned, me and my people. Abigail took the sin of Nabal. She told David, we have sinned this sin today. Let this sin be upon your handmaid. God is always looking for intercessors. That's what Jesus did. He bore your sins on this Easter. Let's be silent. And may those left behind find the comfort of the Lord. Irrespective of their religious creeds, may God comfort them as Nigerians. We receive peace on behalf of our nation, without which it will be impossible to preach the gospel, without which it will be impossible to bring progress in our nation. We demand and receive peace. We need to deal with this violent scourge, this hatred that has entered our nations. They killed a Muslim cleric in Zaria. They took off his head. They didn't slaughter him. They cut off the head and put it on his chest. Cut off his wife's head, put it on her chest. Cut off the head of his first son, put it on his chest. And they are from the same religion. We can't take that rubbish. If you see some of the pictures, a baby of two years, they used a matchet to divide the head. Brains scattered everywhere. A baby of two years, six months, we can't take it. Not in this nation. That tonight, as I was coming, the Lord remind, reminded me. When Hassan Boyle used Ebola in his dramatizations, for most of you, it doesn't make any sense. It's an epidemic spreading in West Africa. And because there's traffic every day, we light up this fire to shut down that Ebola epidemic. In the nations where it is, we close it down. In the nations it's about to enter, we deter it. In our nation, we curse it. No epidemics. Not Ebola, not any virus. No epidemics. The only epidemic that has come is the light of Jesus. I announce to Nigeria, the church of Jesus is intact. The church has not failed. The church is not a building. The church is what Jesus is building. And we, the members of that community, declare to you, we are spotless, without blemish, undefiled, blameless, before God and the holy angels and before every man and in every age. Thus saith the Lord. And we believe it. Let the church say, Amen.
Let the church say amen. Because God has spoken. So let the church say amen. Amen. You know, we believe this message is so important. And that's the reason why, as you've seen it on TV today, you'll find it on our website. You can go there and then download the entire stuff for free. Or you can give us a call or write us, send us an email if you want the entire Camp Meeting Park. I believe that the entire park will be invaluable for the days ahead for you. So write or call. God bless you. I hope you enjoyed today's message and it answered the burning questions of your heart. Now, if you're not yet attached to any part of the body of Christ, you can worship with us at the House of Grace. We would very much like you to be part of our family. So log on to www.hogonline.org for locations near you.